All right. So I think I know the answer to this for the most part, but who in here plays a sport of any kind? Like, or does anything athletic? Like, cheer, gymnastics, volleyball, anything. Dance. I'm sorry. Man, I'm sorry. Band. I already said cheerleaders. We got that covered. All right. So anything at all athletic. I'll even include golf in this. Like, Okay, so um, I'm a volleyball coach. I, I grew up playing volleyball. I started playing in my sixth grade year and played up until my junior year of high school. And I couldn't play my senior year because of COVID. Um, but I was able to coach my senior year of high school, and I'm still a coach. And so that has been, like, one of the coolest opportunities for me ever is to coach. Like, I love it. If you know me well, like, you know, like, volleyball is my sport. Like, I love it. It makes me happy. It fuels me up. I, like... You know those sports that you just fall in love with? You're like, oh, I kind of like this, but then you have those certain sports that you're like, that's it. That's my sport. Like, I am totally in love with this sport. That's what volleyball is for me. And so right now, I coach um, the age bracket of 15 and under, and they are some of my favorite girls ever. Also, shout out to them because they said they were going to listen to this later, so I love you all. <laughs> um, but... Um, my girls in our timeout huddle the other day, I was like, okay, guys, like, you know, we're down in our huddle like this, okay? I'm like, okay, y'all, all gas, no brakes, okay? That's what I said to them. And in that one phrase, they knew exactly what I meant, right? That means moving forward from now on, from this point forward, we are going, like, hard in the paint, right? We're not looking behind us. We're not looking at what just happened in that last game, whether it was good or not. We're going all gas, no brakes, right, completely moving forward, if there is like a 6-2 middle hitter in front of us, my 5-8 girl is going to slam it, like slam it down their throats, right, like we are going hard in the paint, all gas, no breaks, right, and so even like the other day, we had a tournament last weekend, and one of my girls was like in our huddle again, she was like, okay guys, can we say like, instead of like MVC on three, how we'll do like Manchester Volleyball Club, she was like, can we do A, G, and B on three, I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, all gas, no brakes. I was like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. It's almost like your coach told you to say that a couple weeks ago. That's so crazy. And so we're like, okay, from now on, we'll do A, G, and B on three. All gas, no brakes. And when Pastor Rob asked me to preach this, I was like, okay, you know, you have that initial, like, what am I going to preach on? And immediately it was like, all gas, no brakes. Because how often in our relationship with the Lord, like, I believe that we're supposed to live a life for God that is all gas, no breaks, right? But how often in our relationship with God do we live a life that's, like, all gas on Sundays or all gas at church on Wednesday nights with my friends or all gas for the Holy Spirit in front of my parents because I don't want them to think that I'm a good Christian girl, right? Or all gas, no breaks in front of my pastor because I don't want him to get suspicious about anything. You know what I mean? How often do, have you ever heard the, somebody say, like, Hey, we're in church. Don't lie in church. Isn't that sad that you got to specify? Like, shouldn't, <laughs> I don't know, like, about y'all, but, like, for me, I'm like, hey, don't lie ever, right? It's kind of in the Bible, like, no big deal. But, like, hey, all gas, no breaks on Sundays. All gas, no breaks in front of my parents. All gas, no breaks to that really good Christian girl at my church that I need to make a good impression on, right? But I believe that God is calling us to live a life of all gas, no breaks for the Holy Spirit, all gas, no breaks, even through trial, even through tribulation, even through whatever I'm going through in my life, I'm going to live a life that is so after God that nothing, no obstacle, no 6-2 middle hitter, right, is going to get in my way. All gas, no breaks. Full speed ahead, 
Nothing's stopping us. We're not looking at the past, right? We're not looking at what's behind us, but we're going all gas, no brakes after Jesus. So you may say, how do I live a life fully and completely after Jesus, all gas, no brakes? Where do I start? So when I break that down, if you're taking notes today, my first point is draw near. So in James chapter 4, verse 8, it says, draw near to God. Somebody say, draw near. Somebody say it louder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so it says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So in order to live a life fully and completely chasing after Jesus, all gas, no brakes, I promise you, you're going to go out of this place memorizing that and saying all the time because of how many times I'm going to say it tonight. But if you're going to live a life fully and completely chasing after God, all gas, no brakes, your first step, isn't it to draw near? Isn't it to worship God? Isn't it to have quiet time? Isn't it to pursue God? That first step is drawing near. In any relationship that you have, like if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or if you just have a best friend, like you can't just like see them as they like pass you in the church hallway or in the hallway at school. Like you've got to pursue a relationship with them, right? So just as we're pursuing a relationship with our boyfriend, or our girlfriend, or our best friend or friend, or our parents, we have to go out of our way to make time for them, right? We've got to pursue them, okay? Just like, okay, middle schoolers in the house, let me hear you. My middle school boys are like, silence. <laughs> like, silence, and my middle school girls could just yell for all of them. I love it. So, when I was in middle school, like, it would have been hard for me to have, like, a dating relationship, right? Because also I was homeschooled, so, like, my options were, like, literally my youth group at the time, and I, that was just not it. And so it would have been hard for me to have a relationship because I would have been like, hey, mom, can you drive me to this place so I can go out on a date with this, with this guy? Or, hey, bud, like, I know, like, you know, we're at, we're at church right now. Like, you're my boyfriend at church. Like, that would have been really hard, right? You have to take specific time to pursue that person, right? You have to take specific time out of your day, out of your life, to intentionally pursue that person, that friendship, that relationship. And I think so often what you and I like to do, you know, coming to a church that's like, we're energetic up, up at the altar, you know? And I think sometimes we can chase the encounter, but forget to chase the creator of the encounter, right? We chase the goosebumps like, oh my gosh, I just had such a good holy moment. But we forget to chase the one who creates the holy moment. Like we need to draw near to God. Like yes, the feeling like goosebumps like, oh Jesus, I just had such a great encounter with you. That's great. But like we can't forget to chase the one. You know, we can't forget to draw near to the one. So stop making excuses. Like I, I'm the first one to say like, I don't have time, you know what I mean? I don't have time. And then I scroll on TikTok, and my 10-minute scroll on TikTok turns into, like, two-hour scroll on TikTok. And I'm like, well, dang, I guess I did have time, you know what I mean? I guess, I guess I didn't need a full eight hours of sleep. I guess seven hours suffices or five hours suffices. But we need to make intentional time. We have to be able to pursue God intentionally and draw near. So that brings me to my second point, which is persevere. Somebody say persevere. persevere. I love it. So in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us, y'all listen to this part, let us throw off everything that hinders. 
and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Somebody say persevere. persevere. Somebody say it louder. Persevere. So if Pastor Rob was here tonight, he would probably tell you all a definition of some kind. That's his thing. He says he's the definition guy. So in honor of Pastor Rob, I'm going to tell you all the definition of persevere. It says to continue in a course of action, even in the face of difficulty or with little or no prospect of success. Persevere. So you may be saying, okay, Faith, like, I get, like, drawing near, but, like, is my life supposed to get easier once I get saved? Like, once I draw near, isn't everything supposed to be easy? No. Like, it's not going to be easy. Like, I'm just going to tell you right now, like, if your life is hard, it's hard. Like, it's going to be hard. But what's so cool about having God is that when your life is hard, you have somebody to hold your hand. You have somebody to guide you. You have somebody to walk through these trials, through these tribulations with you and hold your hand the entire time. So yes, life's going to be hard, but when we can persevere, when we have Jesus with us, right? Even when those trials come, even when we have a 6-2 middle right in front of my 5-8 middles, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this competition is tough, you know, in volleyball. This competition is tough, right? But with God, we can persevere, right? We have these goals in life, okay? So if you have this goal, Jesus, right? A strong relationship with Jesus, then everything in our life, it's like we see this goal, okay, that's what I'm going to, right? Just like in, in Philippians, that scripture that we read, to run the race, right? So I'm going to run the race. This is my goal. Jesus right here is my goal, okay? So I know that everything, trials, tribulations, they're coming at me, but I'm knocking them off, right? I'm knocking them off. They're off me, right? Because I'm persevering. And just like in volleyball, we're like, hey, we're a pretty good team, you know? And then we see this team that's like really, really good, okay? Like competition, we're like, oh my gosh, like I don't really know. I know like y'all athletes in here understand what I'm talking about. When you see your rivals team, like that rival school, that you're like, ooh, this team, that's the team that we always lose against. That's the team that's always like really, really tough against us. Like y'all understand that. And for us, like we see this competition coming in. It's so easy to think like, I'm not going to win. Like there's no way I'm going to win this anyways. Like why even try, right? Why even try to win this if like, like why just, why not just give up? Like I know I'm not going to win. Or why don't we say, hey, let's persevere. Let's push through this, right? Let's let my 5'8 middle show them who's boss to that 6'2 middle, right? If y'all don't know, middle, middles in volleyball are like the like, top dog up on, up on the net. So we have to persevere, right? We have to be able to say, hey, I know this competition looks tough, but my God is tougher, right? We have to say, hey, I know that these trials that are coming against me is tough. I know that the things that I'm going through is hard. I know that these trials and these tribulations and these things that are coming at me every single day, I know that it's hard, but I've got a God who is walking it with me the entire way. I'm going to persevere because I have my goal, right? In volleyball, our goal is to win. So by golly, we're going to buckle up and we're going to get it done, right? And so in your life, like we have got to buckle up. You've got to say, okay, I have my goal. My goal is a strong relationship with Jesus. So when these trials come, when I make a mistake, when I mess up, when something happens to me that I wish didn't happen to me, I'm going to persevere, right? I'm going to persevere because I have Jesus on my side and I have a goal and my goal is to be with Jesus. My goal, my one goal, y'all, if you have one goal in life, let it to be to be close with Jesus. My third and final point tonight, and if uh, Mara wants to come play behind me, 
1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, my third and final point is for the one. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 says, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. I preached a message on this, um, like this literal exact scripture back a a couple months ago because it's such an important and pivotal scripture. And Paul says in this, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And for me, that was one of like the most mind-blowing like statements. Cause I'm like, am I to the point where I could look at somebody, any of y'all in this room and say, if you are like me, you will be like Jesus. Like, are any of y'all to that point? I mean, you think about that. Like, let that be a heart check. Like Paul is saying, hey, if you like literally imitate me as I also imitate Christ. If you are like me, if you do what I do, if you mirror me, you're going to be like Jesus. Like, I want to get to that point where I can say, hey, if you're exactly like me, you will be exactly like Jesus. You will be a spitting image of Jesus Christ if you are a spitting image of Faith Kinzer. I want to get to that point where I can say that to y'all with no hesitation. And I want y'all to remember this. It's so important. Your relationship with God is not just your relationship with God. Okay? You may think like your quiet time, like when you're reading the Bible, yes, that's for you, but your quiet time is not supposed to stay quiet. Okay? When you're reading scripture, when you're worshiping the Lord, that's fruit that's going to come out of you. Right? That's stuff that's going to come out of you later. Okay, so when you're worshiping God, when you're pursuing God, that's not just for you. So I say for the one, is that something that we say in volleyball? I'll look at my girls and I'll say, play for her. Play for your teammate. Win this game. You play to the very best of your ability so that your teammate wins this game. So that the girl that's on the bench who hasn't gotten much playing time wins this game. You play for her. You put in the work for her. Because if you love your teammate, you're going to put in that work. Right? And so for us in our relationships with God, yes, we want to pursue God. I want to be a strong Christian. But I want to be a strong Christian so that y'all become strong Christians. Because if the fruit that I'm showing is not of Jesus, then y'all are going to stumble. Right? And if y'all stumble, and if if y'all's fruit is matching my fruit that's not holy, then y'all's fruit is going to be something that somebody else sees, right? It creates an unholy chain reaction. Okay, so I have to pursue God. I have to pursue Jesus because, again, my quiet time is not supposed to be quiet. If I am pursuing Jesus, then you all should know how to pursue Jesus, right? If I'm worshiping Jesus, then you all should know how to worship Jesus. Y'all can stand to your feet. I'm closing. Your relationship with God is not your own. So when we say have this all gas, no brakes mentality, you are going headfirst to whatever Jesus Christ has for you. Anything that he has for you, you're saying, okay, God, if that's my goal, if that is what you want for my life, I'm going after it. Jesus, this strong relationship with you, whatever it takes, God, whatever I have to run through, whatever obstacle I have to run through, whatever hurdle I have to jump over, God, I'm going after it because I'm going after you. And God, I'm not doing it for myself. That's it. Y'all, that's it. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it so I grow, but I'm doing it so that other people grow too. 
this was one of those sermons when I was writing it that it was ministering to me because I was like dang am I like that would I so confidently look at y'all and say be like me if you live your life day to day how I live my life day to day you will be like Jesus you know it was one of those ones that it kind of checked me it was like Ooh, you're writing this sermon, but can you like honestly say that like you line up with everything that this says? And I want to encourage you guys today. Let this be your goal to pursue Jesus, to chase after Jesus. For you, all gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. Fully and completely after God. Nothing is holding you back. For you, and for your school, for you and for your city, for you and for your church, for you and for your family. All gas, no brakes.